ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Jordan, the Netherlands, and Saudi Arabia, and in the states of Idaho, Nebraska, and Wyoming, and to all of you for helping us reach a high of 195,000 listeners, because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story in the name of an archangel or guide to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is allow yourself to feel. When faced with emotional pain, allow yourself to feel the pain, then let it go. Robert Frost said the only way around it is through it. Crying releases stress hormones from your body. This makes room for the joy. If you have difficulty feeling your emotions, rent a sad movie to help you connect to your feelings. Some people are more sensitive to emotions. If their families didn't know how to process emotions, they had no way of learning how to do it themselves. The result for most people is that they stuff down their emotions, telling themselves and other people how strong they are and being proud that they don't cry and can push their way through life. This works for a while, but eventually it catches up with you. There truly is no way around it. The process is to let yourself feel the emotions and gather the strength and courage to sit with it long enough for it to pass through. Then there is a release and a relief like a load has been lifted from you. People can change their own lives and that of their family by learning how to let go of grief and other painful emotions. Once one family member has learned how to do it, it gets passed on to the rest of the family. Many people believe you can think and talk your way through emotional pain. The mind and the heart are separate. In fact, grief 
groups have been shown to prolong the grieving process. You can't talk your way out of emotional pain, including grief. You have to feel your way through it, and that's a matter of the heart. How we think about the process does affect how we move through it, but it's not by deciding we're done grieving. It's by understanding that we let go of painful emotions in layers, like peeling an onion. We can't do it all at once or it would overwhelm us. So we do it layer by layer, allowing the emotions to come to the surface and to release in their own time. We can't push the river and we can't push our emotions. Along the way, we learn patience, self-love, self-compassion, and respect for our own way of healing. Each of us is unique and we can learn to love ourselves and our individuality, We know we are stuck in the pain because we have those times when we feel the lightness that comes after the release. Using our thoughts to acknowledge the whole process helps us stay with it and makes the times when we are deep in the pain easier. Now let's do two techniques that provide spiritual protection from fear. Do this first one with me. Visualize the earth. Now imagine putting the universal pink heart of love all around it. Do this at least once a day. It heals the earth and you of fear. Let's do the second one together. Place yourself inside a big bright purple cube with six feet or more on each side of you. Line the cube with the color silver for protection. Place bright dark blue caps on the eight corners of the cube so that no negative energy can get inside. Use this anytime you leave the house or if you're feeling anxious while inside the house. My past life regression workshop video can help you release grief and other painful emotions when you understand the connection between your current life and some of your previous lives. For instance, one client had done some past life regressions with someone else and wasn't able to let go of the sadness he felt about his last two lives. He had died in a concentration camp in Germany during the Holocaust and then during the Vietnam War. Both times he was a victim, first at the hands of the Nazis because he was Jewish and then because he wanted to please his father who thought that joining the army proved that his son was a man. I pointed out that in both lives he died without fulfilling his true potential and that he came into this life to complete what was unfinished. To do so, he has had to overcome childhood abuse. He has persevered, healing, healed, and come into his own power. As he saw the connection, his sadness lifted. He knew he had conquered being a victim and could rejoice in his victory. As a client or workshop participant, You choose what kind of lifetime you want to experience. For instance, you might want to learn about your soul's connection with someone through different lifetimes or clarify your purpose in this lifetime or heal something in your current life like a phobia, fear, anxiety, or dysfunctional patterns. As you follow my guided meditations that take you through two past lifetimes, the information you need to know now will emerge. 
Because my guides and angels work with you, you are protected and will have a successful experience, which is safe and informative without being painful. My past life regression workshop video is available to you at your convenience from anywhere in the world for just $25. For more details on this workshop and my Awakening Your Angelic Light Body Manifesting Your Reality workshop, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, and click on Workshop Rentals. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. This positive approach to life is especially important since 2020 is a year of choice. As Dwan Washington told us in our January 2nd show, what we choose this year will affect us in the, and the world for the next 20 years. I encourage you to commit to choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. My show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, joy, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Michael Jarr, who's here to talk about how emotion underlies personality and connects all life. After our episode last week with Marla Fries, I received the following email from Andrea. I really enjoyed your interview with Marla. Her life story is fascinating. To think that she grew up in an abusive household, had a successful acting career, and has had the opportunity to use her psychic abilities to assist detectives and the military is remarkable. The discussion about putting our egos and fears aside in order to hear loved ones who have transitioned was intriguing. I also enjoyed learning about praying and meditating with intention. I plan to research intention setting to help me improve. Thank you for always having such interesting guests. Thank you, Andrea. And if any of you missed this episode, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the link on this page. For more on psychics and how they can help you, please listen to some of my previous shows like September 1, 2016 with James Van Prague, What is a Medium? October 29, 2015 with Bill Phillips, Psychic Mediumship is Real. And July 2, 2015 with Dave DeSano, Scientific Proof of Psychic Phenomenon. 
You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort, or inspiration, which we all need during this difficult time. Just know I'm here for you. For added value, read my blog titled, James Van Prague and the Topic of Mediumship, posted in January 2020. It reminds us that trusting our own intuition can help us find comfort and release negative feelings we may be holding on to from the past. Here's an excerpt. The day of my mother's funeral, I woke up and immediately felt pulled to go outside I looked up, and there to greet me was this beautiful rainbow in a clear sky. There had been no rain, and I had never seen a rainbow at my mother's home before this. I was sure she was telling me that she was fine, even happy, and had safely crossed over into spirit. Mother loved color, nature, and beauty, so the rainbow seemed like the perfect way for her to communicate with me. To read the rest of this blog or any of my others, because please go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com. In addition to my blogs, check out my YouTube channel with more than 40 videos, including my series entitled Dr. Paula Speaks Her Truth. My spirit guides gave me another affirmation to share with you. It's what I end my show with every week, and it will help you if you say it at least once a day. Say it with me now. You are loved. All is loved. As we fill with love, we push out fear and other painful emotions. We then pass on that love to others who we interact with or just pass on the street. Love is an energy. It raises our frequency and sends out positive vibrations like a street lamp lighting a dark path. Just like everyone in the vicinity is affected by the street light, everyone in our path is affected by the energy we emit. You can feel yourself so full of love that you become love. As you do, you automatically help others become full of love until the whole planet emits only the energy of love. That's how we change the world. We heal ourselves by releasing our pain and fear and then refilling ourselves with love. Now it's time for my silver lining story. Last week, I talked about my client who's learning how to release his grief over the passing of his wife, as well as other painful emotions he had repressed his whole life. In this week's session, he talked about not knowing how to let go of the grief. He didn't understand why he had felt so good a few days ago and then suddenly felt tired and not motivated to do anything. He had always set goals, and as a single dad, his life had been filled with responsibilities. There was no time or opportunity to relax, cleaning, cooking, taking care of children, earning a living. There was always something demanding his attention. When he remarried, he became absorbed in making that relationship work. Now that he's alone for the first time in his life, he doesn't feel motivated to create goals or be active. Some days he doesn't want to do anything except lie on the couch. I explained how letting go of deep, long-standing emotions, plus grieving the loss of his wife, all takes a lot of energy. Just like recovering from an illness requires bed rest, we need rest when healing 
our emotions. Sometimes lying on the couch or watching television is all we have the energy to do. Fortunately, my client is retired and can use this time to do some deep healing. The restrictions that COVID-19 has put on us is a gift for him. He can be grateful for this break in his regular routine. The lack of distractions and busyness makes it easier for him to focus on healing his heart. When he said he didn't know how to let go of the grief, I pointed out that he is already doing it. I reminded him of all of the progress he has made. He doesn't need to have a plan. Since his goal is to heal, he needs to acknowledge that as a legitimate goal. Take it seriously as such and keep asking the questions and allowing the answers to emerge. Discovering who he is separate from his responsibilities and the role of caregiver is another aspect of his healing. Without a schedule or someone else needing his attention, he feels lost. The work of finding his true self takes patience and the attitude of an adventurer. The rewards of releasing the heaviness of the painful emotions and of finding his true self are immeasurable. He is on the path to those riches. Our guest today, Michael A. Jar, is a writer, speaker, and researcher. His focus is the nexus of personality develop, body, mind, emotion, and spirituality. His papers have appeared in Frontiers in Psychology, Consciousness Research, Journal of Interpersonal Neurobiology Studies, and Science and Consciousness Review. JAR blogs for Psychology Today and is the co-author with Mark McCosey of The Spiritual Anatomy of Emotion and Your Emotional Type. His new book is Sensitive Soul, The Unseen Role of Emotion in Extraordinary States. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to like and recommend us on Facebook. Then friend, Paula Joyce, I will send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Bobby wrote, very useful information. Your posts are always a blessing. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. You can now rent my past life regression workshop video and awaking your inner angelic light body, manifesting your reality at your convenience from anywhere in the world. You can also contact me to schedule a video speech or workshop for your business or community. Your question for today is, are you allowing yourself to feel your emotions Stay tuned, we'll be right back with Michael Jarr, who's here to talk about how emotion underlies personality and connects all life. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141 or email drpaul at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down you are allowing yourself to feel your emotions. I'm so pleased to welcome Michael Jar, who's here to talk about how emotion underlies personality and connects all life. Mike, it's a pleasure to have you on. I love your perspective. Um, and, and, And I'm so grateful for what you're doing to highlight the importance of emotion. Um, would you tell us a little bit about how you got into this, when you had that aha, and how you did, and and um, I, I just, I, I want to learn more from you. <laughs> well, first of all, it's great to be with you, Dr. Paula. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to chat. And um, I, I guess with me, um, counterintuitively, considering that um, each of my three books has the word emotion in the title... Um, the the struggle for me has been to really get better acquainted with my feelings and understand what they're about and um, what they imply and what to do about them. And uh, that's really kind of the core uh, challenge that launched me into uh, into uh, trying to understand feelings more. I've come to the point of view that they're they're like water. They sort of flow. You know, they have an energy to them, and sometimes that flow is impeded. Sometimes it. Uh, 
you know, it uh, it washes away everything in its path, and uh, that can be intimidating. And I think the way I grew up, um, I I struggled with feelings, and so um, this has been uh, an opportunity for me over the past twenty five years, I guess, to really delve into a subject matter that doesn't come naturally and um, hopefully help other people in in the process. Um, Well, thank you. And I think that many of us, if not most of us, are like you, and especially men, because they were taught, you know, well, depending on when they grew up and, of course, their individual family experience. But the general culture I, uh, has been um, sort of universally one of machoism and be a man and don't cry and be tough and, you know, muscle through things and show your strength um, by by not showing your emotions. So that's a huge shift, yeah, I mean, that has its place if you're under fire, if you're in Iraq or someplace. I mean, if, if you're in a tight spot, um, uh, people, uh, you know, need to soldier through, I guess that's a good word, at certain times. But it's not the way to live your life. Um, and, and PTSD, which is one of the conditions that I talk about in Sensitive Soul, is a perfect example. I mean, there, there are reasons that, that some people... Uh, get PTSD, and it, it really weighs them down. It's a very difficult uh, illness to, to grapple with. Um, and what I found is that there are two distinct types of PTSD, depending on the type of person who you know is in a jam, because it really it's a hallmark of um, uh, being traumatized in some way. And you can't soldier on forever. Um, in fact, you could say that PTSD comes on because someone has hunkered down and tried to just distance themselves from their feelings, and uh, that's just not tenable over the long run at all. I, exactly. You, it, it does damage under the surface, and, and at some point we can't contain it anymore, and it emerges as something like PTSD, some, a mental disorder, a physical illness that you know doesn't seem to have any... Um, reason to have suddenly appeared, but but the emotions have to, the pain has to go somewhere, and so if we don't acknowledge it and feel it and let it go, it does damage to us. Um, you go ahead. Yeah, every feeling is a signal of some kind, um, and to start with the most basic feelings. You know, I'm hungry, I'm tired. Uh, you know, uh, I'm I'm. And go on to you know I'm I'm anxious I'm I'm concerned um, you know there are different shades of feelings uh, starting with the real uh, basic physical feelings um, and going on to to those that are um, more about you know our existence how we're doing how we feel about a situation and we may not know consciously how how we do feel about a situation um, our appraisal of it until we better understand the feelings the feelings are always a vital clue as to what's going on. And you you were talking about PTSD, and some people are more susceptible to PTSD than others are. And you mentioned in in your book that women are more um, susceptible. What are some of the indicators of of why some people develop PTSD and others um, don't? Yeah, it's a it's a great question. Um, the a uh, framework that um, I start and end with um, 
is, and I think it's very helpful for people to know, is uh, a framework called Boundaries, um, Thick and Thin Boundaries. It was developed by a guy that I had the pleasure and honor of being in touch with over a number of years, um, the late Dr. Ernest Hartman, who was a psychiatry professor at Tufts University. And uh, he developed uh, what he called the boundary spectrum. And it really uh, it enables people to kind of see themselves on a continuum. Highly thick boundary people are folks who are kind of stolid. They, they hang in there. Um, they uh, don't necessarily see shades of gray. They're not entirely flexible at, at different times. They tend to be highly precise and put things in this category and that category. Um, and they're not really conversant with their feelings. Uh, the dreams that they had, Hartman uh, discovered, tend to be fairly pedestrian if they even remember their dreams. Dreams are in black and white if they're asked to describe their dreams. And of course, dream life has to do with your, your, your emotional life. Um, they don't really find a whole lot of meaning in their dreams versus um, thin boundary people, folks on way over on the thin side, are highly conversant with feelings, may ruminate on feelings, um, uh, think uh, about them quite intensively. They do see a lot of variability in life. Uh, their view of things is much more fluid, not you know this box, that box. Um, and they tend to be highly sensitive and highly reactive and, and vulnerable. And depending on the type of person who's in a jam, uh, you know, because PTSD really relates uh, typically to an overwhelming emotional circumstance, depending on the type of person, um, that sort of relates to the kind of P PTSD um, that they evidence uh, later on. Um, and the two kinds are really, um, they're, they're both, I should say, uh, Dr. Polo, they both uh, are based on um, being overwhelmed by feelings and not knowing really what to do about them. Uh, but the one kind is is the one people are more familiar with, the sort of flashbulb, uh, instantaneous um, recollections of things, um, sights, smells, um, what they heard at the time just come flooding back and they're overwhelmed. Uh, and it could be uh, you know, a, a prompt that, that just in the here and now, you know, a, a dish breaks or something like that and it sets them off because it reminds them of a grenade or an explosion or something like that. The other kind of PTSD, which is not so well known, um, is a kind that sort of lurks under the surface, and it doesn't overwhelm people. It is a, sort of a nagging feeling of something not being right. They're sort of down, they're depressed, there's something that's like wading through, through a fog or uh, working their way through a thick soup. They're really not sure what's going on, but they feel weighed down. And I'm convinced that it relates to the boundary spectrum and different types of people um, and how they deal with um, this type of emergency or overwhelming situation that then results in PTSD. That's absolutely fascinating um, because I've often um, talked about at different points in my life feeling like I was wading through mud. Um, so I, I, I completely um, identify um, and understand what you're saying and I've never heard anybody talk about that before as PTSD. Well, I'm convinced, and, and I delve into this in my books, especially the new one called Sensitive Soul, uh, but the previous one also that I did with uh, Dr. McCosey called Your Emotional Type. Uh, we look at a variety of different illnesses and different conditions um, that have a very strong emotional component. 
And I'll distinguish here from, you know, something like leukemia or cancer, which is really an invasion of the body by foreign cells. Um, I'm talking more about conditions like PTSD, um, irritable bowel syndrome, uh, depression, uh, certainly allergy and migraine headache, uh, chronic fatigue. Um, all of these sorts of things have a very strong emotional component where uh, the person, him or herself, uh, and their emotional state and their connection with their own feelings plays uh, an important role um, in that illness, both in um, how it manifests and, and how you get through it. And so if you have thin boundaries, if you're um, an empath, if you take on other people's emotions, if you've had um, childhood abuse or some sort of experienced abuse in, in your life or trauma, you're more susceptible to um, these kinds of uh, expressions of PTSD um, that and, and I would think even more so under the surface because if you've experienced abuse as a child, you can't really express your emotions safely. Yeah, um, we actually um, uh, help people to identify where they are on the boundary spectrum. Uh, there's an 18-question quiz that people can take and very quickly, it takes about 10 minutes to go through it, and it's automatically scored on the website. Um, you can find out where you are on the thick-to-thin boundary spectrum and then wade into the website just a little bit more, and you'll get a sense of which of these conditions you might be more prone to. And that's what Dr. Mikosi and I discovered as we went through the literature, is that certain kinds of illnesses are more prevalent among thick-boundaried people, and certain kinds of illnesses are more prevalent among thin-boundary people. And then the kinds of complementary and alternative therapies, uh, which is really Dr. Mikosi's specialty, um, that are oriented to those particular uh, conditions, you know, have a greater chance of success. So if folks want to go to uh, the website and, and see where they are on the spectrum, it's uh, youremotionaltype.com. Um, this is really important information, and I hope that people do um, take advantage of that. Would you give them the website one more time, please? Yes, it's www.youremotionaltype.com. And uh, when folks go on there, they'll, they'll be greeted with uh, a multicolored uh, 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 sort of uh, image of a spectrum of the thin to thick boundaries. And like I say, the, the quiz, which is Dr. Hartman's distillation of a much longer uh, boundary questionnaire. Here, his original questionnaire was 145 questions. Um, he boiled it down to 18. Some of them may seem a little odd, um, but I would just say go with it because they are quite meaningful. Uh, and they do, um, uh, all 18 of them uh, really help you to kind of figure where, where you are on the boundary spectrum and uh, sort of what your health outlook might be. Well, um, I, I appreciate the work that you're doing and you're sharing that. And even that we're about to go to break, but even, I just want to say beforehand, even the title of your book, Sensitive Soul, um, I remember as a child being told over and over, you're too sensitive, you're too sensitive, like it was, you know, a bad thing um, to have feelings and emotions. And you put all of this in your book and, and, and what you're sharing with us now into a different um, way of looking at it and thinking about it 
where it's not good or bad, it just is. And then what do you do to um, help yourself depending upon where you are on the spectrum? So I look forward to talking with you more after break. Um, There's so much richness and important information you have to share. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows, important information from each episode and the chapter on my ultimate creative problems solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking. It was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind, their heart and mind, and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down, what have you learned today about emotions that will help you improve your own life? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Michael Jar, who's here to talk about how emotion underlies personality and connects all life. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 3469141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. 
If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what you've learned today about emotions that will help you improve your own life. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how Althea can help you. I'm so glad we're here with Michael Jar, who's talking about how emotion underlies personality and connects all life. Um, Michael, as we were talking in the break, the um, let's explore, help us understand this concept of emotions connecting all of life. Yeah, this is kind of the subject matter I've, I've gotten most recently interested in, and I'm thrilled that um, there are folks um, who've endorsed the book, who've written quite movingly about animals themselves, because I'm interested in, in the feeling connection between human beings and other animals. And we are animals. <laughs> Make no mistake about it. <laughs> all you need to do is open a newspaper any day or look on the web. And there's all kinds of evidence that we're animals, and we're really driven by our passions. And, um, uh, you know, uh, my take on it is that, um, though that's true for us, um, other animals uh, live closer to the bone. That's the the phrase that I use, uh, they don't have quite the highly developed cortex and all the language and, and mental rumination that we have. And so, in a, in a way, they live life more uh, uh, fully uh, in in their own feeling world. That's, that's my sense of things. And there are some folks like Cy Montgomery, who authored a book a few years ago that was very well received called Soul of an Octopus. And she talks about, you know, what what might life be for an octopus? There's, there's evidence from all kinds of different creatures. Um, and, and the octopus is about as much uh, different from a human being as you could possibly get. But there's evidence even from um, octopuses that they feel and that they have preferences and that they can take initiative and make decisions and express their personality. And I'm convinced that feelings is really at the root um, of, of personality uh, what motivates us and uh, what drives all kinds of creatures, and, and it's also the basis for spirituality. I think when we, uh, what we feel about uh, other people, about um, the world, the things that are important to us, um, the feeling that we have, the quality of the feeling that we have for our loved ones and for for pets that we love and so forth. Um, to me, that's the basis for spirituality. Uh, I I agree with you a hundred percent. And um, and that's why that um, affirmation that I gave earlier, all you are loved, all is love, because really that is spirituality. Everything is based in love and our evolution and growth toward becoming more loving and caring uh, human beings. Uh, it, I I think so many of us feel. Um, love for our animals who, who um, we share our homes and, and hearts with and feel their love toward us. Uh, I, there was a particular moving story that you told about your daughter when uh, your family cat passed away. Um, if you would share that or, or one that um, that is important to you to show this connection between emotions and spirituality more fully. 
Yeah, Dr. Paul, that's um, almost 20 years old when that happened, but it's still very striking. Um, just before I mention that, I do want to say that um, I believe, and I'm sure you do as well, that there's a place for all feelings. Um, love is certainly uh, paramount. Uh, I think you can, you can argue that. It, it makes more difference in this world than any other feeling. But um, uh, all the feelings really tell us something important about ourselves and the situation that we're in. Uh, for example, um, you know, you can be outraged about things that are happening in the world. You can be outraged at uh, the way habitats are being destroyed and so forth, the, the forests in Brazil, um, uh, the Amazon being depleted. And that outrage is a very, very strong um, emotion in its own right, you know, can motivate action uh, so that things improve. So it's, uh, love is very important and, and crucial, uh, but there's a whole range of other emotions uh, which we typically might look at negatively, fear, anger, um, uh, and so forth. But um, they have their place, and they always tell us something that's useful if we, you know, if we pay attention to them. Um, as far absolutely. As, oh I just want to agree with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Go ahead. Cool, cool, cool. So um, the, the story uh, is about um, uh, a cat named Dalton um, who passed away. Oh, my gosh, it's been... Well, it was in 2001, um, the fall of 2001 or winter of 2001, um, so it's been 19 years, um, and Dalton was a beloved uh, creature to me. Um, I had him when I was single, when I was a bachelor, I was starting to date my wife, and then he made the move with us into a new house, and um, some years later we had um, a daughter and later a son, and when my daughter was about, I think, two years old... Um, uh, Dalton did not come back one day from his perambulations around the neighborhood. Uh, we always viewed him as a, a very adventuresome cat. Um, he always was uh, curious about the outside world, and he was also very handsome and debonair. We, I, I regarded him as the George Clooney or the Cary Grant of cats. <laughs> um, he was just dashing, and we, we thought that when he would go off for, for a day and maybe not come back for another day, he must be on some assignation with a very... A, attractive female cat or he was on a CIA job or something like that. We hold this, had this whole mythology built up around Dalton, but after uh, a couple of days, this one time, uh, I think by the third day I realized he wasn't coming back and eventually I found out talking to a neighbor that he had been hit by a car up the street and I was very, very sad and um, uh, didn't know how to explain this to our daughter. And I remember one Saturday morning was when this happened. It was maybe... Uh, about quarter till 11 because we were expecting somebody to uh, come to the door from across the street, uh, a girl, one of our neighbors at 11 o'clock. Um, and uh, my daughter, Gabrielle, asked what had happened to Dalton because he wasn't around. And I got down on one knee uh, at the top of our stairs and started to tell her, I'd, I'd sort of prepped this a little bit, you know, how do you, how do we talk to a two-year-old about, about death? And I just did the best I could to say, well, Dalton is gone somewhere we're not exactly sure but um, uh, you know we'll miss him and uh, we have to remember all the good things about him and I you know my voice started to break a little bit because I missed him and at that moment there was a knock on the door um, the door uh, we live in a split foyer home and the door is about six steps down uh, from where I was at the top of the steps and we thought it was this girl from across the street so uh, my wife, who was witnessing this and, um, uh, you know, sort of 
helping me to, to, to talk with Gabrielle. She uh, went down the steps, opened the door, and we expected this girl to, to come in, um, but she wasn't there, and there was nobody there. Uh, and what struck me about the sounds on the door, the, the knocking, was that, uh, and I have a pretty good sense for sound, um, uh, more than, than, than vision. My wife is very good with her sense of sight. Mine is more hearing. Um, the sound was coming from um, sort of maybe a foot or uh, two feet above the floor where a small animal would knock <laughs> and not, not a person unless it was a very, very extremely small person <laughs> and there was nobody there. So my wife looked around on the doorstep. I looked around. Nobody there. And yet it was a distinct two or three knocks. And the um, convergence of those knocks with the time that I was having this emotional moment trying to explain uh, life and death to my daughter um, just, just struck me as something more than a coincidence. And we've had another experience involving um, another cat that passed on that meant a great deal to, um, to all of us, especially my daughter. Um, and that's even freakier. But um, again, it's this conjunction with strong emotion that people are just sort of getting to coming to grips with that seems to prompt these things and I'm fascinated by that well and and I love that you didn't dismiss it because what most people do is these things happen and then they dismiss it as oh it must have been my imagination um, that couldn't really have happened but you, no, in fact, um, it reminded me of uh, another time when I was probably, oh my gosh, maybe um, 18 years old, something like that, 19, and um, this was at my parents' house, and we had a family gathering. Uh, it was maybe, I can't remember if it was Thanksgiving or Passover, but we had a full table, a full dinner table, and at the end of the meal, we were talking about uh, my grandfather and others who uh, I think he had died just a few months before and others who weren't around the table and missing them. And when it came to mentioning my grandfather, there was a similar uh, kind of rapping sound coming from one of the walls. Um, so we were all sitting around the table. The rapping sound was several feet away, a complete, you know, out of the blue kind of occurrence. And the only person who wasn't at that table was my mother who was in the kitchen getting dessert ready. So she couldn't have made that sound. And I remember... When that happened, uh, it just immediately stopped everybody in their tracks. We didn't say a word for about 30 seconds. There was just a complete silence until I think my, my cousin said, ooh, <laughs> which is about <laughs> the only thing you can say in a situation like that. But it's things like that that I guess earlier on got me wondering about um, this conjunction of, of um, uh, anomalies um, and, and emotion. that's so powerful and I love it because it happened um, when there were a number of witnesses which makes it harder to deny not everybody can imagine the exact same um, experience so thank you so very much Mike so much powerful information and I'm so grateful and I encourage everybody to purchase Michael's book, Sensitive Soul, The Unseen Role of Emotion in Extraordinary States, and to go to his website, www.michaeljawer.com. 
And I'd like to thank all of you for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, rent my Past Life Regression Workshop and my new one, Awakening Your Inner Angelic Light Body Manifesting Your Reality. Read my latest blog and learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing, remote healing, reading Akashic Records and Tarot Cards, Past Life Regressions, House and Office Clearings, Dream Interpretation, Channeling Your Family, Guardian Angel, and more. I am also available to video conference a custom design workshop or speech for you or um, any of my speeches, such as Dissolving Fear and Anxiety, Overcoming Abuse, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, the Om Awakening or the Om Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem Solving Process, or I can design something specifically for you and your group. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm, the Archangels, Angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects your mind, body, and soul, resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their relationships, health, and wealth. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. And now I'm going to introduce you to Althea, who helps people heal their heart. Ask for her help in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to help you heal your heart. Use your own words or say something like, Althea, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me heal my sadness. You can even be more specific and say something like, Althea, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me heal the sadness I feel over the abuse I've experienced. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that she is helping you because she is. Listen next Thursday when Nicholas Pearson will be here to discuss Crystal Basics, the energetic healing and spiritual power of 200 gemstones. December 24th, when Joanne DiMaggio will join us to discuss I Did It to Myself Again. And on December 31st, when a returning guest, Kak Young, will talk about crystal power, 12 essential crystals for health and healing. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom is designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.